what's up? Back again. <laughs> it looked like the last 10 minutes I have been uh, talking without having the microphone on. So let's just do another round. Um, and I'll start answering your questions again. Um, as I've been mentioning before, um, first of all, Happy New Year to everyone who's watching. Uh, I hope you had a great New Year's Eve and I hope you enjoyed Christmas and you're ready for a brand new year. Mm, a few weeks ago someone asked me, actually a few persons asked me why there wasn't a Discord group. Um, and I actually dived into it and um, just wanted, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm setting it up right now. So uh, if you know what Discord is or if you like Discord, I'm setting up an artist coaching group there where we can have a chat all day long about multiple subjects. Um, just so you know, I'm working on it and it will be online pretty soon. So, as far as it goes down um, to this week's questions, for those who are watching and don't know what I'm talking about, every week in this group, in this community group, I will do a Q&A. You have the option to ask me uh, your questions, music business related, music production related, whatever you want to ask me. You can put it up there and every week I will do a live stream like this and answer all the questions. Uh, so let's get to it and let's dive into the questions from this week. Mm. The first question of this week is one from Nathan. Do I and the followers of this group need to stick to one main genre or diversify our discography? Well, I'm a big believer of um, sticking to one genre and why is that I believe that it's better for you to spend your time and energy on just one thing um, instead of spreading it around and kind of losing the attention on all the platforms and all the, all the genres so um, and the same goes with your with your audience you know like if the first week you release a trap song and the second week you release an EDM song and a third week you release a hip-hop song people will get confused and they don't know what to expect. And I think if you have a look at all the successful artists out there, they all stick to one genre, um, at least until they become successful. Like if you have a look at Martin Garrix, if you have a look at Chesto, if you have a look at Hartwell, those kind, uh, those kind of artists, those kind of guys at that level first only did one thing, one kind of genre, and then when they become successful, then they decided to start doing different stuff to see what they liked and start different uh, genres. But it's only when you became successful. But in the first part, like the road to success, they all stuck to one genre. And I think that's the best way to go because you can go all in on one thing. Uh, by the way, thanks Denise for the great answer in the group. I think um, that explains it perfectly. Uh, I think that's the power of this community as well. Everyone engaging with each other and everyone helping each other out there. Even when I'm not there, other people will take care of it. So thanks for that. That's a great thing. Um, the next question from Larry. What's the best way to reach out to a bigger label? Is it a good idea to send them an introduction email? I think we can be all, we all understand by now that sending an email to a big label is not working anymore. Uh, why is that not working anymore? Because they simply don't check their emails anymore. So I think the best thing for you to do is start thinking about how can I reach out to an A&R manager, to a label manager, um, to a label owner, uh, 
how can I get the attention of that person? And I think one of those ways could could be trying to set up a relation with this guy or girl um, by getting to know him on, on a conference or whatever or to social media. But I think the most important and best way to do it as an artist is to create productions, to create music that is doing so well on Spotify, on iTunes, on the Beatport charts, on like a lot of teachers are supporting it, that they actually can't miss you. So build leverage for yourself so that they actually can't um, can't deny on you in the long term. So uh, that's the best option for me. Release a lot of music, make sure it performs in the best way possible so they come to you instead of you have to go to them because they're probably not gonna react if you go to them. It's, it's almost impossible. Um, Aphai asked me, can we use paid promotion if we have content and want to reach more people? Um, can we use paid promotion if we have content and want to reach more people? If you just want to reach more people, yeah, sure, you can pay money and you will reach more people. But I think the question you should ask yourself is what do we want to get out of it? Like why are we paying, let's say, $50 to reach 10,000 people? What is, it, what, is it giving, what is it giving me back? Um, I think as a beginning artist, it's not a smart strategic plan to start spending money on promotion because people are probably not going to listen to your music or watch your content if they don't know you yet. The story becomes different if you're a bigger artist, if you already have a fan base, then it might be valuable because you want to reach your fan base. Uh, and we all know by now that if you if you post something on Facebook, you don't reach like 100% of your followers. So that's when it becomes interesting to start spending money to actually reach that 100%. Uh, but if you're a beginning artist and you just want to uh, reach more people, I don't think, I think that's a waste of money and you should spend it differently. Serge asks, what makes a song a really good song and stand out of the rest? In my opinion, almost every track at the moment sounds okay. Interesting topic. Um, I totally agree, like every track sounds okay and I think that's because samples become way better, plugins become way better, there's a lot of presets out there which makes it really easy to create good music. Um, so what makes a good song a good song? And I think that's a question that you can't answer because everyone has a different opinion, everyone has a different taste and that's the beauty of making music and making art, like who decides what's art. If I, paint, if I paint a painting and I say it's worth $5,000, is it worth $5,000? You know, that's the same thing with music. If I say it's a good song, what makes you think it's a good song as well? That's why I think that you as an artist, the only thing you can do is make music you like. Not music everyone else like because you simply can't please everyone and you don't know what they actually like. So the only thing you can do is make music you like, put it out there and see what happens. Promote it in the best way possible and see what happens. I think that's the only option you have. There is no quality because it's subjective. Robin says, I noticed that a lot of producers uh, don't credit designers or vocalists in descriptions or track titles. Is there a reason why this seems so common and are there any advantages as to why not to do so? 
I know a specific sites exist that display such information, but those feel more as a legal tool rather than a way to share your collaborators on a specific release with the audience. Um, well, when it comes down to vocalists, I know that you can actually uh, create a deal with them. Like if you say, I will pay you more money, but then I will take you off the credits and vice versa. I will pay you less money, but I will credit your, but I will credit your name. It's just a negotiation. Um, regarding the designers, I actually don't know why that doesn't happen. Uh, you could try to bring it into the negotiation as well and say like, you know what, I'll, I'll make it cheaper, but I would like to be credited in the video and in, in the artwork. Um, I do see a trend in the last few months slash years where artists starting to tag their photographers. Uh, so maybe this could be the, the next thing, you know, you never know. Um, Maxime, do you know any insta group do you know any insert group related to music production? Actually, no, I'm not into Instagram groups, uh, so I don't know what's related to music production. And Aditya asks, should we send our music to other producers before releasing it or after releasing? I think you should definitely send it before the release. Uh, and I would send it to the bigger artists a few weeks ahead of the release. And maybe a few days before you release your track, you can send it to the local artist or your friends or whatever. Um, but if you send it before the release, the bigger artists do have an exclusive option to play your song and to start hyping it. And I think um, that's something that every artist will be interested in if they like the song and if it's not out yet. So that's why I would definitely send it. So those were the questions of this week. I see Heather Olsen uh, checked in the live stream, Moods S checked in the live stream, and Lucas as well. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Lucas says, I'll attend Dance Fair with my label, Local Recordings. What would you recommend me to prepare for this event? It's a good question. Um, I think for you as a label, the most interesting thing is to let people know that you're actually there and that people know uh, to come visit you. Um, for you as a label, I think it's interesting to start networking with all the people who are there. Like signing tracks isn't your goal for that conference, I think, because it's not, you will get a lot of tracks throughout the year. I think for you, uh, your goal as a label will probably be networking and meeting people you normally don't meet. Mm. And Parker, which genres do you feel will be popular in 2019? I really don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I can't look into the future. Um, so I clearly <laughs> I don't have any idea what's going to happen. I uh, No, no idea. So guys, this was it for this week. Uh, thanks again. Next week, a brand new Q&A will be uh, online in this group again. Um, I will be on a holiday for 10 days, but I will still be active in this group. I will check it every day. So... Uh, yeah, I'll see you in a few weeks and enjoy January. Enjoy the start of 2019. Thanks again for being a part of the Artist Coaching community. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye.